I'm Jack Zemlicka and welcome to this episode of our 2017 Precision Farming Dealer Podcast Series. Today's program, taking a proactive approach to precision training solutions, is once again being brought to you by Farmer's Edge. If this is your first time tuning in, you can subscribe to this series and get updates on future episodes currently available in iTunes, the Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and TuneIn Radio. Or if you prefer another app for listening to podcasts, let us know, and we'll look to get it added here as well. I also encourage you to mark your calendars and plan to attend the upcoming Precision Farming Dealer Summit, January 8th and 9th in Louisville. The theme of this dealer-only event is bridging the precision profitability gap and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited and you can visit precisionfarmingdealersummit.com for more information and updates. Thanks again to Farmer's Edge, proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at FarmersEdgeUSA.com slash become a representative or call them at 952-582-1398. While technology training, both internal and external, can hold as much earning potential as it can headaches, but employee and customer training are essential investments for precision growth during the next five years, with more than 98% of dealers citing these areas as priorities in the 2017 Precision Farming Dealer Benchmark Study. Technical competency can be improved through annual training requirements, but dealers must develop the soft skills of their precision staff in connecting with customers to provide practical, reputable education. In today's Precision Farming Dealer Podcast, brought to you by Farmer's Edge, we share excerpts from a conversation Lesseter Media President Mike Lesseter had with three precision farming managers on the strides and setbacks of developing constructive precision training platforms both internally and externally. So I'm Cody Searle. I'm a technology manager here for AgriService. Um, I've been the manager for the last six years. Um, kind of what I was going to talk about is the effective trainings that I've done in the past with both our customers and my employees from different perspectives, I guess. If you would just fill fill everyone in about the lines that you carry in the in the customer base, typical customer. Okay, so the technology lines that uh, we carry, we're a Agco dealer, so we support the Agco technology, so Topcon and also Raven, and then we are a Trimble dealer also. If, if you were characterizing your your customer base, what type of, of farmers would you say is your sweet spot with crops and practices? And yeah, the the farmer base that we have, the majority of the farmers that we deal with is going to be row crop customers. So we're talking about potatoes and sugar beets, and we got some corn up here in our area. Um, we also have a lot of uh, customers that are in hay, so they do a lot of uh, baling hay and silage. 
All right, so that that's Cody. Um, Chris, do you want to go next? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Chris Finley, the VP of Parts and Service, so everything else for the spelling, uh, kind of oversee. We're 15 locations in Manitoba and Saskatchewan and Canada. We're primarily New Holland on the ag side. From a technology standpoint, we sell the CNH brand, Trimble, Raven, and then a whole bunch of kind of short lives to fill in our gaps. Most of our crops in our area are broad acre stuff with cereals, and uh, we do some corn and edible beans and a little bit of dairy, a little bit of cattle, kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. In, in Lane, do you want to fill us in on on your perspective, where you're, where you're coming from on this? Yeah, so my name is Lane Richens. Um, I work for Stoats Equipment. I am our precision ag manager, so I, t- I kind of spearhead all of our efforts at all of our locations. So we're a 25-store uh, John Deere dealer. So Cody and I cover some of the same territories. We have a store there in Burley, too. But we're primarily John Deere. I mean, that's kind of our, our thing, obviously. We do a, a little bit of everything. I mean, I'm, I cover from from the Mexico border all the way up into where, you know, Cody's at up in Idaho, so we cover a lot of, I mean, there, if, you, if it's grown somewhere in our area, we pretty much grow it, with the exception of probably soybeans. I don't think there's many soybeans where we're at. Um, in, down in Arizona, we're pretty heavy in the cotton, and then obviously anything else that you can grow, corn, soy, or corn and cereal, you know, all that stuff. Through Utah, we do a lot of hay. Idaho, we do obviously a lot of potatoes and sugar beets and just kind of the standard there. Cody, how many stores do, do you have? We've got 13 locations. So every, everybody comes from a, a, a large multi-store background. That's, that's something that everyone's got in common. Yeah. I can talk about, this is Chris speaking, I can talk about kind of what I had in mind because it um, may be a little different. I guess recently we've, we've really started to um, critique and analyze our our onboarding and, and training process uh, through every position in our company. <clears throat> and so I really wanted to talk about kind of how we went through that process a bit and just the different items, I guess, that we're focusing on throughout that process from obvious stuff like product training, um, both through our manufacturer with kind of a force uh, as well as internal training, um, but then kind of some of the stuff that we're trying to focus on, which is soft skills and our corporate mission and values and stuff like that and so we kind of have a timeline built by every position and then we walk them through that onboarding process and training so for instance with a precision guy he won't get to interface with a customer outside of shadowing another existing senior person for about two weeks um, so we put them through a few days of kind of value training with our corporate manager and then we send them out with an experienced kind of teammate and they do the rest of that first week with that person um, just kind of getting a feel for stuff and then uh, after that they go through our internal sales training uh, which is everything on how to interface with a customer how to qualify customers and really just ensure that they're doing the right thing uh, kind of big picture wise with how to interface with that customer how long have you had that uh, program in place? Uh, not very long. It was kind of developed over the last year, uh, I'd say. And there's still some 
like specifically with precision guys, um, it was just developed um, this past year. There's still some positions that we haven't worked through yet that are under kind of my on my to-do list. So, yeah, really, it's just just right now is we're really kind of putting people through all this. Like we have internal, like I'll talk about our external stuff, which like with C and H, um, the stuff that they kind of put us through as far as the technical training they have and then obviously we feel there's some gaps there from application stuff and different things that we offer that we teach um, internally this lane so um, kind of what I was going to talk about we we're gonna I was gonna talk a lot about um, what we do as an organization for our precision ag team so I obviously am spearheading that our precision ag efforts so and we we started this about uh, three years ago and we started we use we hold two essentially uh, training meetings a year, and we usually do them in the winter time. So for the guys that are in Idaho, we do that in December. And actually, this year it's happening next week, but we do one in December and then one in like February or March, depending on timing. Um, and the way that that program started out was. Um, you know, we all everybody would take the the John Deere training classes first, but kind of like uh, Chris had mentioned, you know, there's still a lot of gaps on on what John Deere provides and what the reality is. So then we bring everyone down to Arizona where it's nice and warm, and we can actually take tractors out and and do things. You know, so we we had basically we'd hold a week-long training where we would just go out and experiment and, and do all of these things in the field and understand how all of each component works so that we understand what that, what that part of the machine does and why we need it to do that way, run that way, and also talk a lot about, you know, best practices for operation of that machine or that planter. And we kind of have been taking that approach kind of hands-on because – Again, we do have a pretty large footprint. We're very fortunate to be able to come to Arizona and do some hands-on stuff. And then it's kind of progressed on from that, too, where we've brought in different vendors. So we um, have had you know, some guys from John Deere come train on the Seal Connect product, and they spent one whole day individualized training and actual – being in Arizona, going and installing the Field Connect probe, going and doing all that stuff with John Deere. We had some other guys. Next week, we're having the Raven guys come and do some training for us so that we can understand all of their product lines and what we, how we can better ourselves with that. We've had um, guys from some of the software companies. We have all of our different vendors come in at that time. And, and you know, they do a lot of training with us and a lot of helping us understand the products that we're that we're featuring, that we're selling and supporting. But also what it's done for us is it's kind of created a team so that we all know each other and we all have a relationship with each other. So each time that we do one of these events, we'll also do a team building exercise. You know, we'll go take that whole group out and we'll go out to Top Golf and we'll spend, you know, couple hours after the training is over, we'll spend a couple hours out there at Top Golf getting to kind of know each other. And that has been also very beneficial because then we, you know, because every team member has different strengths, 
But now, because we've been together long enough, we all know who's better at what. When I'm working on something and I have a hang-up, I know who I can call. I don't have to call one person. I don't ha- they don't have to all call me as the precision ag manager, kind of the leader of the group. They don't all call me when they need something. They can call each other. If I don't answer the phone, they know who the next guy is. And that's not a process that, that we created by saying, okay, if you need this, call this guy. If you need this, call this guy. Everybody just knows. And we're all in it together, and it's created that kind of a team environment to where we're in this together and we all want to help our customers succeed. And so that's kind of also helped break down some of those, those silos because we have areas that we, you know, my guys are kind of overlap, you know. I'm sure Cody can kind of understand, you know, you got – you know, Berlin and American Falls, they're both right next to each other. Some of those customers cross in between. They may work with my Burley guy, but they're in American Falls. Well, my Burley guy, gonna, he's going to make sure that American Falls goes over and does it. We're a really good team that way because of these trainings and this time that we spent together. I'm really focused kind of a little bit on our customer trainings and how, how we go about training them and the different types of trainings that we do. For example, um, we we got a lot of customers that want to know more of the basic like the how-tos to set up their equipment how to get their lines to repeat and that kind of stuff so we hold a training very specific to that Um, and we also hold different trainings for like cutting edge technology and for our new products Um, and we do a lot of the same stuff as Lane you know we try to get hands-on experience try to get these guys out in the equipment to see that during these trainings um, and then I was also going to talk about how our employees, when we train our employees, uh, we kind of take the philosophy of uh, training each other, I guess. So when we send a, an employee back to a vendor training, he comes back to the rest of the team and trains them on what he has learned. And we, we implement that through every month. During our uh, monthly meetings, we have, you know, 15, 20 minutes of training that we do. We'll get back to the discussion shortly, but I did want to take a moment and again thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, for making this program possible. Farmer's Edge is proud to partner with dealers across the United States to unlock exceptional opportunities for their farm customers. Through innovative technology and field-centric tools, their whole farm smart solution will strengthen your platform and enhance your customer relations. Grow the opportunities for your customers and become a representative for Farmer's Edge today. Visit them at farmersedgeusa.com slash become a representative or call them at 952-582-1398. Well, analysis of onboarding is a process Chris Finley noted as a point of emphasis for Mazer Group to better define the roles and responsibilities of precision employees. An example he offered was the two-week onboarding specialists typically go through, which includes shadowing an experienced precision employee. This provides a playbook of sorts for the new hire to follow when he or she is interacting with customers one-on-one. It also gives Chris and the other managers more confidence that the new precision specialist is equipped with the proper skills both on the technical and customer service sides. Let's get back to the discussion and hear more from the conversation and some insight on managing employee turnover. 
this is going to sound like a, a pretty basic question, but I imagine there, there's a lot of turnover in the in the ranks here. So this this topic is is extremely important. How how important would you say the the ability to quickly onboard someone and, and get them ready is to the success of a dealership's precision business? I say it's extremely important because turnover is inevitable. You know, and you get your guys, most of the time, the guys that are turning over is probably some of the better guys that you've had after they get burned out. So I think it's extremely important to pass that knowledge on to the, the other employees. Yeah, I'm kind of the, the opposite spectrum. I think it can be detrimental by rushing because this person's so important to the to the overall success of the dealership and the customer's operation. I think sometimes in the past we've rushed this guy out there and he's he's said or done the wrong thing. And so our approach is going to be different going forward that, you know, even if it is in the middle of season and we have to take a week to get someone ready or two weeks to get someone ready, we'd rather do that than kind of hand him a set of keys, kick him in the butt and tell him to get out there and look after the customer because they're just not equipped to do that yet. Is that... Who's speaking right there? I'm sorry, I was keeping. Well, that was that was Chris. Sorry, Chris, gotcha. Couldn't tell by the Canadian accent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got. You should. I should be the easy one to pick out. <laughs> I, live in, I live in Wisconsin, and you could just as easily have been in Wisconsin. Yeah, true enough. And I'm as saying that being from Canada, I didn't know what Top Golf was until uh, this. I'm in I'm in Phoenix right now, and it's. That's all anyone can talk about down here in Phoenix is how, <laughs> how fun Top Golf is. So apparently we're getting them in Canada right away here. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Yeah, it's did pretty you fun. go out? Did you go to yeah. Top Golf? Yeah, yeah. There's did a whole bunch of people the, here that went. Did you go to the one in Scottsdale or Gilbert? In Scottsdale. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a nice. That's a nice one too. It's a good time. Yeah, very cool. What are the um, on this particular topic? What are the the questions you would anticipate most from the crowd, or or if you were envisioning yourself just listening in rather than speaking, what would you most want to make sure you got answers to? I just think different approaches, because I mean, everyone's approaches. This is Chris again. I mean, every dealership's going to be different in in the way they're doing stuff. So it's trying to find a few different ideas that you can incorporate into your own business and I think it sounds like we have some some good ideas and different approaches so um, especially I, I mean we've been trying to do the same thing involve involve manufacturers in, in our internal training I think that's something that the vast majority of people won't be doing I'd say and it's such a uh, a good way to get training inexpensively so yeah just just a couple comments from me well i would assume that if uh, this is lane speaking since i didn't talk about any of the of what we do for customer training i would assume that maybe a question that would be asked would be what do i do for customer training so i would assume that what we like to do a lot of individualized training um because we found that in a group setting people don't talk and so they don't yeah. really ask those questions. So we try to do, you know, like the guys that we are, that we have our uh, data management <laughs> agreement, part of our support agreement type stuff is it includes on-farm training. So where, where that particular customer, we bring them in before planting season or, or whatever season that may be, they choose which one they want to work on. You know, before the harvest, we'll go out and make sure that they know how to calibrate the machine. They know how to 
make sure it's documenting, you know, all of those things. And so that's included in our in our package of an on-farm training site or an on-site training for those employees. You know, we did in the past did we did do like customer clinic type things where we did a bunch of training, but it just it just didn't work that well like as far as like getting real training. You know, people were kind of brought on board and understand what was there, but nobody would ever really ask a question if they didn't understand if they're in a big group. So that's why we decided to go on that on-farm training, and that's worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, I, I this is Chris again. I uh, We're the ex- exact same boat. We do virtually no classroom group training anymore. We are always we have obviously a lot of winter to deal with, so we we're always doing it out of season. <clears throat> and then by the time people were using the stuff, they had forgot, and then so we started giving them kind of manuals and stuff. And I don't know, just we found that prior to season on-site training, whatever the season may be, um, and we just get them to pay for it when when they do that um, has been very effective. Um, so yeah, all our ours is individual or very very small group, like for the operators of one farm. And so you charge you'll charge that customer for this is Lane by the way, you'll charge that customer for that training. Yes, we do kind of a we we, we try to incorporate kind of a get ready for season slash training. Um, so prior to season and again whichever season for uh, I don't even remember five hundred bucks or something, um, we'll go out there and sure everything's calibrated and ready to go for whatever season, and then with that you'll get the the tech to do some on-site training. Um, either a refresher or if it's new equipment, then like actual thorough training on uh, how to do everything. Which the only downfall to that, which would probably be a question, is that limits our. I mean, you only have so much time, right? So I mean, he, we're limited in the amount of the number of of customers that we can actually see in that fashion. So that's the downside to to the way we do things right now, but. We feel that that thorough training really reduces, you know, the additional calls after because they've got that thorough training when they when they first got that unit or or that technology. So our our go back rates, you know, having to go back and see a customer for kind of menial small things has just reduced dramatically. So um, yeah, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but that's kind of where we're at. Well, thank you to each of the Precision Managers for sharing their insight and experience developing and implementing effective training strategies. And I'd like to again recognize and thank our sponsor, Farmer's Edge, for helping make this Precision Farming Dealer podcast series possible. I certainly look forward to your feedback on today's program, so feel free to give me a call at 262-777-2441 or send me an email at jzemlicka at lessitermedia.com. And I'll also look for you at the upcoming Precision Farming Dealer Summit, January 8th and 9th in Louisville. Again, the theme of this dealer-only event is bridging the precision profitability gap and will feature a mix of general sessions, panel presentations, and roundtable discussions. Space is limited and you can visit PrecisionFarmingDealerSummit.com for more information and program updates. You can also keep up on the latest precision farming news impacting your dealership by registering online for our free daily email update 
And be sure to follow us on Twitter at PFD Editors and on our Precision Farming Dealer Facebook page. Well, I hope that you'll join us again on December 20th for the next and final episode in our 2017 podcast series. And I look forward to seeing you in Louisville this coming January at the third Precision Farming Dealer Summit. For Cody Searle, Chris Finley, Lane Richens, Farmer's Edge, and our entire staff here with Precision Farming Dealer, I'm Jack Semlicka. Thanks for listening.